You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Yes, at uh, that time of the evening, uh, where we join our very own uh, Maulana Salim Karim. And, you know, we know the stories of uh, the pagan Quraysh. We know about the pagan era where it was all about quarreling and more quarreling and fighting and doing this and doing that over trivial issues. They should fight for years upon years till Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam came on the scene and he calmed people that were, you know, used to things like this, uh, calmed the people that used to bury their daughters alive, calmed the people that were busy with intoxicants and the behavior, some of them said, was worse than animals. But uh, to uh, address the issue of quarreling uh, is our very own uh, Maulana Salim Karim, who is an asset to the platforms of Marcus Sahaba, the voice of the Ahl Sunnah, Al Jama'a, loved by all of us, uh, Maulana Salim Karim. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And Jazakallah Khair for joining us this uh, beautiful evening, Maulana. Sakwallahu khairan ahsan al Jeete raho shafat bhai, as they say, jeete raho. Ameen, abhi, abhi, Maulana. Ji, Allah aapko salamat rakhe. Allah ta'ala aapko afiyat aur khairiyat se rakhe. Ameen, Maulana. We have a great responsibility as leaders of the community, shafat bhai. We are nothing, it is... Our listenership that uh, admires or respect or acknowledge whatever duty we are doing for the pleasure of Allah Ta'ala. And we have to keep, inshallah, reminding ourselves, apni niyat kudrust karo. It's very important. And this is one way also we can avoid trouble, fitna, facade. You know, we must try our level best. And that is, if we correct our, our thinking, and we correct our niyat every morning. Okay, today I'm venturing out. What's my intention? Is it, inshallah, to better my life and to better the life of the ummah? Because khairun nas, mayyan fa'un nas. The best amongst you are those who are beneficial to mankind. So the Quran, if you study the Quran, three things comes out there. Allah ki ibadat karo. Ji, Rasulullah ki itaat karo or khidmati khalp me mehnat karo. So, worship Allah, be obedient to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and thirdly, be a service to humanity. And the best way you can be service to humanity is to be having good akhlaq, because the mission of Rasulullah was multifold. But two specific things, Qudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned, innama bu'istu mu'allima. Allah Ta'ala sent me as a teacher. And I always say the best profession is teaching. As the hadith of the Prophet, mafum of the hadith is very clear. Kun aliman, be an alim, or muta'alliman, or be a student, Oh, Mustami'an, listen to where knowledge is in being imparted. Muhibban, or love those who are acquiring knowledge and imparting knowledge. And don't be the first one. Do not speak ill and do not pursue jihalat. So, akhlaq, as a 
सो ब्यूटिफुल इन उर्दू एहसान से मारा करते थे जी और अखलाक से जिया करते थे इफ यू लुक इट द होल हिस्ट्री ऑफ इस्लाम हाउ डिड इस्लाम स्प्रेड इन द वर्ल्ड they didn't have modern technology they didn't have social media like how we have today in one button or one you, you just make one statement and the whole world reads it it was the effort of the sahaba ikram ji that allah taala took this great noble work of ambassadorship that after hajjatul wida sahaba ikram left the shores of arabia and they went throughout the world to convey the message of islam it was an amanat like shafaat bhai if i tell you shafaat bhai please convey my salams to your brother it is wajib for you to convey that salam likewise to reply to that salam wa alayka wa alayhi salam may allah salamati be on you and him so this amanat of nabuwat tawhid and risalat was an amanat given to the sahaba ikram to convey transmit and promote throughout the world so they left the shores of medina they lost left the shores of makkatul mukarramah very few sahaba ikram are buried there most of them are buried on the outskirts of these two beautiful peninsulas why they took the mission of rasulullah very seriously ke balighu anni walaw ay I don't know on the day of Qiyamah Shafaat Bhai Allahu Lazim I see Imam Abdul Razak Sahab cry many times that on the day of Qiyamah Allah is going to ask you you had a neighbor who was a non-muslim you had a maid you had a garden boy did you offer them Islam and Shafaat Bhai you had been in the dawah field for many years with Mahom Ahmad Didad Sahib and alhamdulillah splendid golden work that you had done alhamdulillah you saw the benefit if these great giants didn't work amongst the indigenous brothers today we wouldn't have such a great following in south africa alhamdulillah but allah pak had given given yourselves and brother ahmad didad marhum mulana abdur razak sahab mulana qasim sema rahmatullah alay and great other scholars this vision that all muslims of south africa wake up ji that hazrat mulana said i think 40 years 50 60 years ago okay, when the flood gates of africa is going to open when azan is going to be given in egypt it will be heard here in south africa how true was molana's words when the flood gates of this country when this country becomes free and you find people coming army that army you know flocks of people see how many thousand people are crossing the border illegally those who are coming illegally those who are coming legally everybody is coming to this country molana had said to us prepare yourself what is going to happen in the next 50 years allah pak had given these people great vision Alhamdulillah they looked at the betterment of the ummah and imagine if we took heed of this advice of Abbai and 50 years ago we prepared our scholars our lawyers our politicians our doctors our ambassadors what would have been the position of this country up till now alhamdulillah the indian community muslims hindus all of them put together subhanallah a great contribution to the benefit of this country we cannot be excused or removed from the books of history it will go down in the books of history whether anyone likes it the contribution of the indians who came as alhamdulillah to work in this country or whatever you want to call them and then and then should labor or whatever you want to call them 
they made a great contribution. All religions all put their efforts together. And today, we as their children and our grandchildren and great-grandchildren are enjoying the fruits of what our predecessors did in this country. And their priority was education. When you have education, you automatically will have akhlaq. And when you have akhlaq, you will win the hearts of people. So why do we want to fight over petty issues? This is the point. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, do you know what is akhlaqi hasana? Ji, khuzil af, maafi bango. Forgive people. Don't make other people's business your business. You want to be pious, alhamdulillah. Help somebody else to be pious. Even if you see, written in the books of kitabs, that when you see a Muslim brother making a mistake or a guna, make an excuse for him. Call him one side and explain to him. Don't embarrass him. Don't mock him in front of people. This is what we do. We love to embarrass people. That's not the akhlaq of Rasulullah. Ji, akhlaq se jite. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa It was the akhlaq of Rasulullah. Futihatil Madina bil akhlaq. It was the akhlaq of the Sahaba who came from Makkatul Mukarrama that brought such peace in Madinatul Manawara. Udhu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the entire muhajireen. When they came, it was the akhlaq. Look at the spirit of brotherhood that Rasulullah established knowing the history of the world. Will you ever find that example and ever anybody can do that? What Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said to the sahaba kiram Gee, if you've got two horses, give your one muhajir brother a horse. You've got two swords, give him one sword. You've got two businesses, give him one. You've got two houses, give him one. Gee, subhanallah, this spirit of brotherhood solidarity and unity. This Islam set the, the tone for this. 1400 years ago, what these politicians are talking about, Jafat Bhai? We're talking here politics, we're talking about unity. Mm. Islam, laqad kana lakum fi rasulillahi uswatul hasan. So let's come back. But why do we have to fight, Jafat Bhai? Let's come back to the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam. Al-badi'u bis-salam bari'u min al-kibar. The person who takes the initiative to make salam is free from pride. Al-Badi'u bis-salam bari'u min al-kibar. Learn to greet each other. There's one way that any quarrel or any ill feelings I have. So, Father, if you greet me and say, Assalamu alaikum, you don't know me from a bar of soap. I will feel so happy inwardly that my Muslim brother is giving me dua. So, why can't we make Rasulullah told us that if you want to foster muhabbat and stay far away from fitna and trouble, make salam to each other. Greet each other. Respect each other. Make khidmat for each other. Love for your Muslim brother, but you love for yourself. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran it is very clear. إِنَّا خَلَقْنَاكُمْ مِنْ ذَكَرٍ وَأُنْثَىٰ وَجَعَلْنَاكُمْ شُعُوبًا وَقَبَائِلًا لِتَعَارَفُوا إِنَّا أَكْرَمَكُمْ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ أَتْقَاكُمْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ أَلِيمٌ خَبِيرٌ إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَا يَنْزُرُ إِلَىٰ سُوَرِكُمْ 
Allah is not looking at how smart, how beautiful, how handsome, or how outstanding you are. Nor is Allah looking at your wealth. But Allah Ta'ala is looking at your heart and your intentions. Oh no, such beautiful sunnats of the Prophet, if we can just revive them, we'll have such a blissful community that we can love, we can respect each other and love each other, care for each other. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam's mission was to Shafat by Innamabu Muallima. Allah Pak sent me as a teacher. Number two, Innamabu Istu li utamima makarim al akhlaq. Allah Ta'ala sent me to honor the akhlaq of the Ummah, to better the akhlaq of the Ummah. A person comes to Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha and she said, Can you describe me the personality of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? So she said to him, uh, haven't you read the Quran? It's all day. So he said, yeah, no, I'm not sure. Uh, please refer me to, to the verses of the Quran. So she said, didn't you come across this verse? وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَىٰ خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ Ya Rasulullah, Allah Pak is saying, وَإِنَّكَ definitely, definitely, Ya Rasulullah, وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَىٰ خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ you have the best of akhlaq. Salam uspar, shafat bhai, suno. Salam uspar, jisne badshahi mein faqiri ki. Salam uspar, jisne badshahi mein. Rasulullah was a king. But look at the simplicity of Rasulullah's life. Gee, Rasulullah slept on the floor. The size of Rasulullah's room. If you stretch both your hands, that was the size of Rasulullah's room, two meters by two meters. The roof of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to mend his own shoes. Rasulullah used to milk the goats. Rasulullah used to go to the bazaar and buy the groceries for the azwaji mutahharat. This was rahmatun lil alameen, khatimun nabiyyin. So, Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala said to that person, haven't you come across this ayat? وَإِنَّكَ لَعَلَىٰ خُلُقٍ عَظِيمٍ Shafat Bhai is a beautiful share. You see, even non-Muslims, historians, have studied the life of Rasulullah. These Jews, these Christians, these atheists, all of them have studied the beautiful seerah of Rasulullah secretly. You see, the enemies of Islam, now they're going on social media. They want to know what is Islam. They want to know what is jihad. They want to know what is, who are the Sahaba Kiram, who are disciples of Rasulullah. Allah Ta'ala is making it such a time it will come that in every strong or even every hut, Islam will be there. La ilaha illallah will be there. It's just a matter of time. So respect to Shafat Bhai, this is what I'm saying. That Rasulullah these non-Muslims historians, have accepted. They've, they wrote the hundred famous people and they put Rasulullah first day. As much as they want to deny it, gee, gee, those who are enemies or jealous, they will say no, no such thing as that. But the great scholars, non-Muslim scholars have acknowledged that if there was a greatest personality in the world, it was Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Shaira said, Aap ki al-taf ku or akhlaq ko dekar ghair bhi kehte hain tum ho rahmatul alamin 
आपकी अल्ताफ इफ यू लुक एट द काइंडनेस ऑफ रसूल्लाह और आपकी अखलाक को देखकर एंड दे लुक एट रसूल्लाह अखलाक हाउ लविंग रसूल्लाह वॉज हाउ ही ट्रीटेड द सहाबा इक्राम हाउ रसूल्लाह ट्रीटेड एंड द एनिमीज हाउ रसूल्लाह ट्रीटेड एनिमल्स हाउ रसूल्लाम लुक आफ्टर द ऑफन एंड विडोज आपकी अखलाक को देखकर गैर भी कहते हैं इवन द नॉन मुस्लिम somebody inshallah ladis do it with hikmat ud'u ila sabili rabbika bil hikmati wal mau'izati al hasana wajadilhum billati hi ahsan allah pak has given you a formula that if you want to engage in a debate with somebody alhamdulillah ud'u ila sabili rabbika bil hikmah use hikmat and wisdom and tolerance and then inshallah you can win your opponent over if because of your akhlaq it's because the way you present yourself the respect you still maintain the respect there may be a difference of opinion one day allah will give him tawfiq one day allah will soften his heart and allah will put the nur of iman in his heart it's how we as the muslim ummah present the deen of islam and we invite people towards islam but if we are going to quarrel amongst ourselves we are going to have disunity amongst ourselves then what example are we setting to invite people to the fold of islam so khiyarukum khiyarukum li ahlihi the best amongst you is he who is good to his family wa ana khiyarukum li ahli so may allah taala give us tawfiq as allah pak says in the quran i end it here you see fitna is a greatest threat external fitna and internal fitna but before i get there i want to read this two verses of the quran for you oh you who believe do not ridicule others perhaps they may be better than you we like maskhari we make mazak of people poke fun at people we belittle people with words and actions only not only with words by our body language we show look at this person we would our big eyes or we tilt our head or we shake our head we mocking the person because he can't see you وريد الله باك سي يا ايها الذين امنوا لا يسخر دو نوت ريديكول اذر بيرسونز بيرهابس دي مي بيت بي بيتر ذان يو بيكوز يو ميكينج بوكينج فان ات ذا بيرسون هي مي بي بيتر ذان يو ان ماني ويز اند دو نوت انسلت ون انذر اند دو نوت كول ايتش اذر باي اوفينسيف نيمز سفات باي ون اوف ذا بيجست مصيبات از ذات وي كولينج اور مسلم برادرز اند سيسترز by nicknames mm. such horrible rotten names that we call people that the person himself feels hurt and insulted give dignity to your muslim brother call him by his proper name so lafak is saying it very clear in the quran do not insult one another or call each other by offensive names allahu akbar and finally parting words about by be way of breaking people's hearts perhaps 
you may break a heart that Allah loves the most. Allah Akbar. That's why your wife, your children, your parents, your neighbors, your musallis, love them. Don't break people's hearts. Because when they cry to Allah, Shafat Bhai, Mazloom ki du'a'u se bacho, for Allah say, stay far away from the curse of those who are oppressed. Wallahi, when they cry to Allah, or when they remain silent, Shafat Bhai, that du'a that they make reaches the arsh of Allah in a split second. Or tum apne akhirat ko barbaad kar doke. So beware of breaking hearts. Perhaps you may break a heart that Allah loves the most. And finally, all the quarrels that we have, you will not be punished for your anger. You will be punished by your own anger. See what happens to a person when a person is furious. His whole figure and face disappears, becomes so horrible that you think that what is this man, a monster? Because shaitan is running in every vein in his body. So you will not be punished for your anger, but you will be punished by your anger. You will make the wrong decision. You will hurt somebody. You will blurt out talaam. You will curse somebody. That's the curse of anger. And finally, fitna is slow poison. At first, you won't realize it. But slowly and gradually, it will totally consume. So may Allah Ta'ala protect us from external fitnas, internal fitnas. Let's stop bickering. Let's stop fighting. Let's love each other for the pleasure of Allah. And when you love somebody for the pleasure of Allah, make it known to him that I love you for the sake of Allah. I respect you for the sake of Allah. You are my brother. So may Allah Ta'ala keep the ummah of Nabi Kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam united. Allah grant us husne khatima, husne akhlaq. And inshallah, be always the first one to forgive. And inshallah, you will see the khair and barakah that Allah will bring to our lives. For akhiru dawana and alhamdulillahi rabbil Gee, Molana, really resonating brilliantly with you this evening. Before I let you go, you know, you spoke about Michael H. Hart, and he actually, yeah, he rated Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam uh, one, and his Lord and Savior, Jesus, he rated him number three. And, uh, you know, I think he brought in uh, Musa Alayhi Salam at number two. But uh, these are people uh, that are the opposition. And, you know, when we quote the opposition, if we had to quote as Muslims, uh, you know, Ahmadi that said this, then, you know, say, oh, he's a Muslim, that's why he says it. But when it comes from the opposition camp, then it makes it all the more better because these people, you know, they see the uh, the power of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And then there were many other people that also, you know, have looked at Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. One of them was George Bernard Shaw, who won the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1935. And Molana Abdul Razak used to talk to him, uh, talk to me about him uh, quite often, uh, Molana Salim Karim. And that's why I'm quoting him. And he said, I've studied, I studied him, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wasallam, the wonderful, the wonderful prophet. And in my opinion, far from being an antichrist, he must be called the savior of humanity. And uh, these are things that we should be sharing with our non-Muslim neighbors. As Mulana Abdul Razak, Rahimullah, used to say, our maids that we are feeding, have we given them a Zulu Quran? Mulana Sema actually translated the whole noble Quran into 30 paras of Zulu. I'm, I've got it with me, Mulana. I've been giving it out. But to selected people that have shown, uh, you know, that they want to, they want to know the deen and we have done that. And Ahmad Didat, Rahimullah, in his lifetime, 
has given out over uh, no uh, half a million Zulu Quran, but in the, the, the condensed form where it mentions Isa alayhi salam and Maryam alayhi salam. So, Molana, you were absolutely brilliant. I really enjoy you. And I'm going to tell this on international radio. I love you. I love you for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I hope uh, you have the reciprocal feeling. And that, uh, Molana, you know, on that side, hey, if you're seeing me going the other end, please, Molana, I know you like fishing too. Please fish me out, Molana. I will tell you one more thing before I end here. As much as you hate Islam, these, these enemies of Islam, but Allah Ta'ala will make it such, you know, that it will, the truth will come out from their mouth one day. You know, when the, the Sahaba Kiram made hijrat of all the persecution that took place in Makkah and they went to Abyssinia, and I think it was Hazrat Jafar radiallahu ta'ala who was also in that, in that what you call, in that group. Hazrat Osmani Ghani radiallahu ta'ala, his wife, Hazrat Zulqiyya, and I think there were quite a few Sahaba Kiram. Rasulullah asked him to make uh, hijrat and go to Habsha. And when Najasi or the king of that place asked him, and the Quraysh, like how these Americans and all these enemies of Islam, they send their spies to go and corrupt the minds of people where Muslims are going and making a big difference. Those they sent from, from Makkah, they sent a whole team and delegation to go and poison the mind of the king of, of, of Habsha, that these Muslims are like this and their prophet is saying this and this and this. Allahu Akbar. I think there was one person, I can't recall the name of that Sahabi, and when the king called him, you know, they were also clever. They called him, let's verify. You know, is these Quraysh, these enemies here, who are saying bad things about Islam and the Prophet of Islam, is there any truth in this? Who is Prophet Muhammad? Please tell him. And in the whole congregation, I think that person didn't accept Islam at that time. He said, Wallahu ladeem. When he accepted Islam, he said, Wallahu ladeem. When the king called me to describe the personality of Muhammad Rasulullah, I couldn't do anything but speak the truth. This is the beauty of Islam, Quran, and Rasulullah. It was the akhlaq of Rasulullah was the powerhouse that drew millions to accept the Islam today, tomorrow, until the day of Qiyamah. Absolutely brilliant. I think it was Jafar, uh, if I'm not mistaken, to Molana, but uh, we'll check it out. But uh, you're absolutely brilliant. Allah bless you. You really added a lot of lot of knowledge uh, this evening and uh, the barakah is flowing molana you have a blessed uh, evening ahead we'll talk to you soon uh, molana inshallah assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh yes i want to try, uh, thank our uh, astute engineer lucalo for doing a uh, brilliant engineering uh, this evening and alhamdulillah you know Keep it locked on to Marcus Sahaba for beautiful programming, lovely nasheeds interspersed, and a lot of knowledge coming through from the team. And I till we meet you again, we bid you Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.